This podcast is sponsored by Green Skies Analytics, where they do everything tech-related, but only for internal audit. Although compliance and risk management, y'all are cool too, so feel free to check it out also. To find out more, please visit greenskiesanalytics.com, but it's more likely that you're just going to Google it. So to find out more, please Google Green Skies Analytics. This podcast is also brought to you by AuditBoard, the leading cloud-based platform transforming how enterprises manage risk. AuditBoard's integrated suite of easy-to-use audit, risk, and compliance solutions streamlines internal audit, SOX compliance, risk management, and security compliance. Automate processes and improve execution with AuditBoard's purpose-built solution, which is designed to address the most pressing challenges of today's practitioners. Experience the latest in audit, risk, and compliance technology. Visit auditboard.com to schedule your product walkthrough to see AuditBoard's award-winning platform in action today. Today on the show, we have Amrita Kapoor. She's the head of internal audit at Snowflake. Snowflake is a cloud computing-based data warehousing company. And so some of the things that we talked about that I thought were really interesting is how the internal audit department at Snowflake was using Snowflake to help automate some of their SOX testing. So if you want to read more about that, Amrita posted a blog on the Snowflake website called Automating Socks and Internal Controls Monitoring with Snowflake. So we'll link to that in the show notes. Be sure to check that out. Amrita, myself, Ben Horton from Deloitte are also going to be doing a panel at GAM next Tuesday. So whether you're attending virtually or in person, uh, we hope that you can make it. Uh, feel free to ask, you know, obviously any questions during that panel. Um, that's also going to be hosted by or moderated rather by Richard Chambers. Some of the things that we're going to discuss is why data analytics will be critical to the success of internal audit teams. We're going to discuss best practices and we're going to learn how to leverage data analytics to validate a department's need for resources to fix an issue. So we're also going to include a link to the GAM signup page as well in the show notes and Amrita's LinkedIn profile. Um, so be sure to check those out as well. Here we go. What makes your brain happy? Solving problems sometimes it gets me really um, hooked into like making sure I get the, the the resolution and I know what the answer is. So that kind of gets me happy and a little annoyed too, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's a good question. Um, no, it's it's one that that that's a pretty common answer. Is uh, it's typically been like learning or problem solving have been the two big ones uh, that I usually hear. And that was always mine um, when it came yeah. to like executing with analytics. And I, I laughed when you said the frustrating part because banging my head against the wall, trying to figure right. out why is this thing not working? Like it just worked. Why is it not working now? And then, right. you know, taking an hour, two hours, however long to fix it. And then you fix it. And it's, it's just like the dopamine rush from that um, always made my right. brain happy. That's really where the question came from. Mm, yeah, no, actually, I would say that's a good one. Learning. Yeah. yeah, it does make your brain happy. Similarly, what song makes your brain happy? What song makes my brain happy? Um, uh, uh, the Ed, Ed Shireen one. Uh, what's that song? Um, uh, will you? Let's say Bad Habits, Shivers. Shivers. Yeah. But, you know, honestly, I don't have any one song. So I, that's why maybe I'm struggling with this, but um, I'm generally not a, a big music person. I like more like relaxing meditation music. Okay. It's not like specific songs, but my husband on the contrary actually loves songs. He's a big um, music fanatic. So what about you actually? What's your- uh... It's called, it's uh, by a band called Mouth and McNeil from like the seventies. 
they are um, Dutch, I think. Mm -hmm. And my sister-in-law, my, my playlist on Spotify, at the end of the year, they, I forget what they call it, but they said, hey, this is the type of music that you listen to the most during the year. This is the podcast you listen to the most during the year. Like they just gave you these kind of like stats. And so they said the two, not genres, but types for me were nostalgic and then happy. And I was mm -hmm. like, that is absolutely it. Like I listened to 50, 60, 70 songs that like just put me in a good mood that you can sing to. Uh -huh. um, and so anyway, my sister-in-law knows that. And so she grew up in like the 70s. So she, occasionally she'll hear a song and be like, I haven't heard this song in 20 years and I think you're going to like it. So that was one of them. Um, but it's called How Do You Do? Um, so I'll just ask, what's your favorite tool? Yeah, tool in my day-to-day -day life, I would say my phone. Mm -hmm. um, I have everything in my phone in terms of, you know, contacts, my calendar, my notes. Um, what, what, I, what do you use for taking notes? um actually I, you know usually on my laptop too like notepad um yeah. I'm not used to a notebook I moved away from it <laughs> as I dabbled into the data world and just yeah. moving more towards technology but uh these days um and it's kind of scary because if someone was to ask to write something I wonder how my handwriting is right now but no I use my my technology my phone my laptop quite a bit so everything's in the cloud um in that do, sense do you have a favorite um app or um piece of software a favorite app um no I mean I use Google quite a bit I'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah. um but um no not necessarily and if I may say in my work space uh I would love to say Snowflake because mm -hmm. now we've started to use it quite a bit for data yeah. analytics and you just you know ingest data and then you can slice and dice it but um obviously Excel is auditor's best friend so um you know, those are some of the ones, but yeah, app wise, no, I mostly just use Google and my Gmail and news. So <laughs> I thought I was teeing you up to just like knock it out of the park. What's your favorite tool? Snowflake. Next question. I know I was going to say snowflake, but then I thought you meant more like day to day kind of, you know, it is snowflake. Yeah, it, it truly is snowflake. All right. Perfect. <laughs> if you could grab every auditor in the world by the shoulders and just like shake them and say, we please just do this one Thing, what would that one thing be? Right. Um, you know, I would say business knowledge, you having, you know, understanding of the domain area that you're working on, understanding the risks and the business model, because how can you go and audit something if you don't understand how it works and how can you really contextualize it for your stakeholders? So I would think that's the number one thing. How would you go about doing that? Like if you were new to an organization, that's outside of the industry that you're used to, what would you do? Would you go, Hey, how do we make money? Okay. Let's start there. Like, where would you start in learning the business? Yeah. I mean, how I started is by looking at the financials. Uh, you go online, if it's a public company, you get to see their quarterly annual financials and it gives you a good overview of the business. Um, you know, an investor relations website, go and check it out in terms of what the business is. Uh, they have details on how they make money and then obviously just having that innate curiosity to know, right? Because how can you go and provide perspectives and um, insights into risks if you don't even know what they do? So I would say that's the number one thing for auditors. And it's it's not always easy because you got to keep up with the times. It's very dynamic. But, you know, I think that's um, 
That's what I would say. Hey, everyone. Thank you for continuing to listen to the show. We want to say thank you again to our sponsors over at AuditBoard, the leading cloud-based platform transforming how enterprises manage risk. AuditBoard's integrated suite of easy-to-use audit, risk, and compliance solutions streamlines internal audit, SOX compliance, risk management, and security compliance. Automate processes and improve execution with AuditBoard's purpose-built solution, which is designed to address the most pressing challenges of today's practitioners. Experience the latest in audit, risk, and compliance technology. Visit auditboard.com to schedule your product walkthrough to see AuditBoard's award-winning platform in action today. And I know your background, if I'm looking at strictly based on LinkedIn, isn't necessarily tech, right? But you have automated a lot of SOX testing within your uh, audit department. Is that right? Yeah, I would say I've focused on clients in the tech space while I was at PwC. Um, and obviously Snowflake is clearly in the tech space. But you're right, as in such from a background in, in terms of college education, it's not like I'm computer science or something like that. I did do a CPA and did finance and accounting and this just dabbled into data analytics given where it's headed. So yeah. Okay. And is, did, did the push to get analytics embedded within at least socks based on this article that I've read, did that come from you or did that come from like the IT team within your team? Like who was driving that? Yeah. Great question. Um, I would say it's a collaborative effort. Uh, you know, you cannot do these things in silo. Uh, you do have to partner with your IT teams to help you build these automations but obviously in terms of understanding the risks and the business and, you know, what constitutes an exception would come from, you know, SMEs like us internal internal audit. So it was very much of a collaborative effort and how the journey really started was, you know, as we were embarking on our IPO, we, we noted that there were a lot of manual activities with respect to like, you know, controls performance and as well as testing. And so we really saw that as an opportunity for us to leverage our own product Mm -hmm. to, uh, you know, enable real-time monitoring. And I think the benefits everyone's very well aware of, right? So <laughs> it's a lot more value add. And so you have what I feel like is where a lot of audit leaders want to be in terms of the real-time testing, continuous monitoring, and I'm sure you're going to expand that portfolio of controls and things like that. Um, but that's what I feel like a lot of folks want. And so you have that what else do you want? Like what's on your wish list as an audit leader? Yes, a wish list is, I mean, there's a world of use cases. Like I would love to really embed data analytics within our audit methodology. And we're already you know, doing that right now. Um, it's easy enough for us in the sense that, you know, it's in our DNA, we are a data company. <laughs> so everything that we do in terms of solving problems, we really want the data to tell us the story and then where we need to go and root cause and fix things. So from an audit perspective, I mean, it's great, right? Because that's what we really do. We go solve problems, you find risks. And so I'm really working with the team right now to make it as part of our methodology such that we look at data to figure out areas where we want to you know, scope in for audits. Mm -hmm. And then obviously leverage data again in terms of finding any issues or exceptions within the data set. And so you spend much less lesser time with reporting because you really allow data to be able to tell you the right story, right? And it's really value add because it's real-time monitoring, it's better risk coverage, um, and better partnerships. Is there anything outside of kind of being data-driven is, is a way maybe we can put it um, that's on your goals? for the year relative to your, your uh, group? 
Yeah, so since we just completed or in the process of completing our first year of socks, um, you know, we I know it is a big, big win for the team, nice. but, you know, in the upcoming year, we we really took uh, three use cases and automated them. It was journal entries, which, you know, it's a lot of transactional volume and you want to analyze the data set, not just from a risk risks perspective, but also from operational efficiencies mm -hmm. um, where you can add value. The other one was segregation of duties. It's very key in internal control frameworks. And then the third one is access management. And access management, we all know, right? Like access is, uh, is usually the root cause of a lot of, you know, um, issues and, you know, concerns in, in public companies. So we tackled three or four applications and automated them for access management. And now we have more applications in the pipeline for this coming year. So goal is really more applications to be automated for access management. We also want to dabble into change management uh, as another area, which is key. Uh, a lot of people know it from a SOX perspective. And so outside of SOX too, as we kick off operational audits, uh, we are going to leverage data sets, bring it into our product, and then use it for analyzing where we want to focus our testing. Nice. I like the um, where you started kind of with the low-hanging fruit, like journal entries. We all know that. And there's analytics that have been run against that because of SAS 99 since forever. So that's always a good one. SOD right. is super simple, uh, especially if it, for the most part, especially if it's a SOX application, because, uh, or maybe if, especially if, I should say, it's a mature SOX environment in terms of we've been under SOX for X amount of years, you know, um, that data is readily available. The, the analysts or whoever's used to pulling it, it's not that difficult to go, hey, if you have somebody doing this and this, let us know, because that's not a good thing. So those are, I, I like that you kind of started there. Um, so you were in consulting in a prior life before joining Snowflake. Mm -hmm. Being at Snowflake now, if you went back into consulting in whatever field, mm -hmm. what gap would you fill? So if I was to stay in, yeah, in the audit space back in consulting, I would definitely say um, embed more data analytics, nice. which I know the firms are already marching towards that. Um, I mean, we all know this, right? Data analytics is not a new concept. It's been there for years, but now with big data and the different varieties, velocity, I mean, volume of data, like it's just almost critical for functions like ours, right? Compliance audit. In fact, I would say even outside of these functions, other functions, for everyone to leverage data to drive the right insights uh, and, you know, allow that to enable you to make better decisions. So, um, I would say really focus on that. And maybe, you know, if I go on the other side, use Snowflake and sell that to our clients. <laughs> now that I know the power of Snowflake yeah. um, and it's, it's, it's great. Great answer. Great answer. I'm sure the, uh, the folks at Snowflake will definitely appreciate that if nothing else. <laughs> so what would you want to leave the audience with? Yeah, no, I would say I, I do definitely want to thank my team. Uh, without my team, I mean, we wouldn't have this function. Like they, they all really bring great insights and skills to the team. And then I obviously want to thank the leadership team too. I'm truly inspired by who we're reporting to, um, our CFO and, uh, you know, all the key leaders on the business and IT and legal front. I think they're, they're, they bring a lot of experience um, and collaboration and teaming into the environment, which is great to see. Um, so yeah, you know, it, I truly believe that it's it's a team that gets you up there. And so um, a big shout out to 
to them. And then if I may also leave with, I do encourage everyone to check out my blog that I just recently posted on LinkedIn. It talks about, you know, um, our story on how we embedded analytics um, on a couple of use cases that we think are very relevant to a lot of companies. Uh, hopefully it really inspires everyone to also um, go down this journey and then happy to discuss any questions or if you need more details or, or demo, feel free to reach out to me. Hey everyone, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Audit Podcast. Whatever platform you're listening on right now, I'm sure there's a subscribe button somewhere, so please hit the subscribe button there. If you're listening through iTunes or Spotify, feel free to go give us that five-star rating. It only took me about 16 seconds to give myself a five-star review. And it really helps to get future guests to come on the show. So we'd really appreciate that. Lastly, be sure to check out the show notes and follow us on all our social media channels on Instagram, on LinkedIn, and on TikTok. Also, if interested, please sign up for our weekly newsletter from the Audit Podcast. Thank you all. Have a great one.